I have the um, privilege of doing a segment talking about should modern modern day women submit, or is it something that's antiquated? Before I get into my segment, I would like to ask you all questions. As women, um, do you all think that submission is antiquated, or do you think it is something that women should do in modern times? Yeah, I think it's something that women should do um, because I think that if you really look up the definition of submission, you know that it's not what we what we visually see it as, like what we've yeah. been raised to think submission is. Like a lot of times you think is you put on your nanny clothes and then you <laughs> go cook the food and then you, you know, clean the house. In reality, I think um, and what the definition, I believe, of submission it's just accountability, you know, respect, um, selflessness. Like, I think that's the, that's what submission is. But I think now people have just really made it about, I'm not cooking, making a, making a plate for a man and I'm not doing this. That's just like, that's, that's not technically submission. That's just a part of being in a, in a relationship. That's something you do to care for your spouse. You know, you do nice things, but submission is what both partners I think have to have in a relationship. Um, it's specifically a marriage. Um, both partners have to be submitted. So I think that you should be, um, to answer your question for women, I think that you should be, um, it's not just what we think it is. It's respect, you know, you know, are you, are you, are you, do you listen to your partner? You know, are you selfless in the relationship? You know, are you Shut up, preach woman of God. Come on. Are you accountable? <laughs> Stop. Are you accountable? <laughs> you know, all of that. So I agree. I think you should be. I think you should be submitted. Um, modern day, old day, whatever day. If you're in a relationship, if you're married, mm-hmm. that's what it, that's what that's what it's about. So yeah. That's all. What about you, Dad? What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree. We don't really with do that. it like that though. <laughs> wow. <not laughs> Sir. Submission. Okay. I'm submitting nobody. I'm gonna submit. Okay. Anybody that introduces yeah. introduces so like, hey, it's it's the dead. Dead's here. Dead's here. here. It is I. Wow, now I love myself. Oh, you do. <laughs> but yeah, I do think that women should submit in relationships. Absolutely. Um, and I, I also think it's it should be a part of our nature um to submit. I think a lot of times when you have your father in the household. You see that often. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the underrepresentation of that is a part of the reason why this is even a conversation. Um, but yeah, submit to your husband. That's so true. It's, it's your in daddy way. in the house, you're going to see submission. You, you see it from the children. You're going to see it from mm-hmm. the wife. Somebody going to be submitting. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's, that's true. That's really good. So... Uh, should modern day women submit? So I would like to take this opportunity to have this conversation from a biblical biblical context um, in the introduction. Um, there's a book in the Bible. If you have any type of consciousness of Christianity or the Bible, you uh, recognize the um, the book of the Bible by the name of Ephesians. And it's Paul writing to the church of Ephesus. And Ephesians 5 talks about this. It says this is 5 and 22. If you want to read it, just to make sure that I am not lying. Ephesians 5 and 22 says, wives, submit to your own husbands. Let's take a pause there. First and foremost, we need to understand one major concept about submission. Paul did not say women submit to your husbands. He said wives. So submission is a marriage concept 
not a dating concept. Paul is talking to wives, not women. So submission is a marriage concept, not a dating concept. In dating, I should respect, but in marriage, I should submit. And we're going to talk more about that in a minute. Now, for the modern day woman that disagrees with this or and when I say modern, I'm not talking about one who is not a Christian. I'm talking about the Christian modern day woman and the modern day woman who's not necessarily religious. If you agree <clears throat> with this, ever heard you ever heard people say, um, respect your elders, honor your parents. Well, if you take your attention uh, further down in Ephesians 5, he actually clears it up. He says this. He says, wives submit to your husbands. Then he goes on to say, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. Then he says, children, obey your parents so that your days will be long. Mm -hmm. So what, what are we saying? If you have ever said that you have to honor your parents, yeah. then you have to agree with the statement of submission as well. Yeah. Because good. the same person that said submit to husbands is the same person that addressed children obeying their parents. If you believe that husbands should love their wives, then you have to also accept wives submit to your husband. Yeah. Now, that's number one. Number two, uh, take your attention to this. Paul is talking to the church of Ephesus. And what that means is he's talking to Christians. He's not talking to the world. He's always comparing the submission and the love submission to the submission for the woman and the love for the man. He's always doing it as he's comparing it as. So he says this wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. He says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. So submission is a concept. Don't miss this, y'all. That's very, very easy to do when you have a relationship with the Lord. Jesus. It is very difficult to do when you do not have a relationship with God. So submission first, get this, submission first, you don't submit to a person first, you submit to God first. And submitting to God gives you the plumb line or the example of how to submit to a person. You don't love a woman first, you love God first. The model of love is how Christ loves his church. That's interesting. As Christ loves the church. Um, if you don't have a concept of here's one day, I'm going to just throw it out there. If you don't have a concept of the, the importance of church, it's very difficult for a man to love a woman. Jesus. Because Paul says, as Christ loves the church. The church. So if you have a problem with the body of Christ, if you constantly complain about the church, if your husband or if your guy is always talking about, I don't go to church, I don't like the mm -hmm. church, A, B, C, and D, mm, it's very difficult for him to love you as Christ loves his church. So submission is a concept that you have to learn, get this, with a relationship with God first, then it makes it easier to apply to a human being. OK, the third thing is this. Interestingly enough. Paul didn't say. Uh, 
he didn't say wives submit to your husbands um, because he thought it was something that they had already mastered. He said it because it was something that they had a difficult time doing. So here's my theory. If it's in the book, then it's not natural for you to do it. So submission for a woman is hard in her nature. And love for a man is hard in his nature. Jesus. It's not a preaching segment, but, you know, I bought everything so I can preach. Preach good. Preach good. So if if it's in the scripture, that means it's something that you don't naturally do. So what is what's what's the point? You're going to have to you're going to have to embrace the fact that you don't want to. Yeah. So that that's the first part. I admit that I don't want to. And if in fact I'm going to honor what God has placed in his word, then I'm going to have to I'm going to have to ask him to help me do that. Because it's not a part of my nature. So I will always find reasons. Here's the point, y'all. I'll always find reasons to to reject the submission. So this is why we're having the conversation, because it is not in a woman's nature to do that. And then having the conversation about loving a wife, it is not in our nature to do that. So we have to learn how to do it by way of having a relationship with God first. Then Paul goes on to say, after he talks, after he addresses the children, he says, bond servants, you have to, you also have to submit to your masters. Now he's not talking about um, the Atlanta slave trade. He's talking about bond servant means someone who's working without wages. So in scripture, in this particular, in this particular context, he's talking to people who already have a debt because slavery was illegal in the scripture. Slavery was illegal in the scripture. You would be killed for half the, the Atlantic slave trade. All of those slave masters, if they were living in New Testament time, they would be they would be killed because that's illegal. All right. I want to run on that. That's illegal. In this context, sla- this, this the bond servant is a slave because one has volunteered to work off a debt that he owes. So all so if you so modern day is modern day is um if if I work for you and you're my supervisor, I have to submit to you. So if you agree, if you are, uh, let's say if you are a supervisor or if you are a CEO and you want your workers to come to work on time, follow the rules, A, B, C, and D, and you agree with that concept, you have to also agree with wives submit to your husband. All right. So that's the first part. Was that good? Yeah, was great. Here's a question that always um, comes up, especially in the church. Well, what if my husband is not saved? Do I still submit to him? Yes. Peter addresses that in first Peter three and one. And he says, likewise, wives be subject to your own husband so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be one without a word by the conduct of their wives. So Peter addresses the unbe- the unbelieving husband. And what he says is this. If you want your husband to come into the faith, your submission to him is what will win him into the kingdom. Hmm. That's so good. 
All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we need to understand this biblical submission in marriage means not to overly resist your husband's will. Submission is to not 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 overly not to um, overtly uh, resist your husband's will. What that means is not to belittle him and not to emasculate him. You have your you have the right. Hear me. You have the right to your own opinion. You can disagree. But what submission is, is I will not overtly resist his will. You are not under him as it relates to value. You are under him as it relates to authority. Uh, Pastor Chris or Chris, I'm sorry, I'm in, I'm in the spirit. What submission is, the meaning of submission biblically is to be placed under, not under in terms of value, but under in terms of authority. So if I don't submit to my husband, that's equivalent to my children not listening to me. Gee. Because my children are under my authority, just like the wife is under her husband's authority. Yeah. Well, who authority is he under? He's a th- he's under the authority of God. Yeah. Ooh. That's good. It's a chain thing. Yeah. See? It's now a chain real. thing. You understand what I'm saying? And so that's what submission is. It does not mean you are a doormat. It does not mean that you are a slave. That does it does not mean you are to be mistreated at all. That's it only means that I am submitted to his authority. I will not disrespect him. I will not emasculate him. I will not belittle him. You have your own opinion and you have a right to disagree. But biblical submission is not resisting who resisting who and how he is, but being a partner in his evolution, being a partner in his leadership. Here are some suggestions on how to practice healthy submission, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So before I say that, write this down in your head. Culture is really, really good at promoting male bashing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Culture is really, really good at making male bashing popular. So if you want to learn how to submit. Here's a suggestion. Number one. Don't listen to any form of male bashing. If you want to learn how to submit, don't listen to any form of male bashing. Dr. Gay, what do you mean? If you're around your friends and they're male bashing, you stop them immediately or you remove yourself from that conversation. If you're around your mother and your family, your aunts, your grandmother, and they engage in male bashing, you stop the conversation or you remove yourself from that particular. If you see it on social media, you do not watch it. You immediately find something else to watch. Why? Because you are trying to get your heart prepared to be submissive. Any form of male bashing tends to pollute and or dilute the men in our lives. The perception or who they are, the value of who you are, who they are, it tends to dilute it. You start to it's so interesting. You think something is not um, influencing you, but it is. It is. absolutely. It is. It is. Number two. Here's just some simple suggestions. Number two, don't engage in male bashing at all. If you hear it, don't contribute. Don't engage. Don't say, yeah. Now, here's what's so interesting. Um, I want to kind of put this out here. Notice I said, don't engage in male bashing unless. Just don't engage in it, meaning this. A man has the room, the space to make mistakes. You have to train yourself, even 
in the infractions of a man. You have to train yourself not to engage in male bashing. I don't care if it's your homegirl's husband. You always flip the conversation and help her help her be conscious of honor and respect, even with her own man. I don't care if he did the worst of the worst. That's good. You're training yourself to consciously and unconsciously be submissive. Number three, never belittle him for his imperfections. No belittling him if he makes mistakes. But remember, if you're going to be a real submitted person, submitted woman, your responsibility is to help him fix his mistakes. Mm -hmm. Real submission is I'm not going to belittle you, but I'm here as a partner to even help you correct the mistakes that you have made. So let's make this make sense. If he's lost the money, if he's lost his job, if he um, does something stupid in public, if he says something crazy in public, if he whatever it is, your responsibility as a submitted woman, a submitted wife is to help him navigate through it as a partner. See, it's almost like we're a partner until some the partner does something that we don't like. We're together as long as we agree, but we're not together. And I have to let you clean up your own boo-boo. No, partnership means if you step in it, if you step in manure, I'm going to help you take off your shoe and I'm going to help you clean it. So number three, never belittle him for his imperfections. Number four, men need to feel respected by their wives and women need to feel loved by their husbands. So what do you mean? If you want to be submitted, learn to respect him. A man does not need money. Hear this first from you, from you. He needs money, but not from you. A real man needs hear this. He listen to me beyond sex. The man needs respect. Number five, number five, figure out ways to help him more. Clean the house, cook, make sure he doesn't have to worry about much. These are ways to be more submitted. Uh, what do you mean by that, Dr. Gabe? I mean, um, I know you've cooked. I, I know you've worked all day. I know you've been killing it, too, but he's still hungry. See, if you want to be submitted, you have to fight against the nature that doesn't want to submit. So you have to cook when you don't want to. You have to clean when you don't want to. You have to make things. Even, even if he, even if you have this in your mind, he grown, he can do it his, himself. Absolutely. But you are submitted. So it's not about what you can do for yourself. It's what I'm, it's about what I can do for you. Number six, make him feel important. Now, let me give you a paint. Let me paint a picture for that. How do you make them feel important? Um, he gets off work, meet him at the door. <laughs> when he gets off work, you know what time he's roughly coming home. Make him feel important when he gets off work, meet him at the door. Give him a hug, kiss him, say, How was your day? Smell good. Look good. Ask him how his day was. Tell him to sit down, remove his shoes. Let him know that he's the king of this house. 
Okay. What's his favorite food? What's his favorite snack? What does he like the most? Be conscious of that. Make him feel important. One day when he gets off work, don't meet him at the door. Let him walk right in that kitchen and see a basket full of everything he loves. And put a card in his head. Come upstairs. Oh, snap. Now, a man typically won't, typically won't take a bubble bath on his own. <laughs> typically. <laughs> Not for the questionable one. <laughs> <laughs> He he will take a bath, but I don't know a guy that's going to go and find bubbles. Yeah, to oh, put in a bath. We will probably do sea salt or Epsom salt, but bubbles we're not going to do on our own. I can't imagine a grown man <laughs> dipping his body all except right and the bubbles are right here. Up to the chin. That's too far. Right there. <laughs> Got a bubble right here. <laughs> it's yeah, not happening, though. It's not happening. But, put in the comments, but if you're still but. listening to me. But if you run it for him, he's getting in. Yeah, that's good. If you run it for, especially if about five to ten minutes after the bubble bath, the door opens, and you, my beautiful sister, have presented yourself. Come on now. All right now. Worthy of double honor as well. <laughs> Not a living sacrifice. <laughs> okay now. A living sacrifice. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's going to be totally gonna be okay with that. It's going to be great. Great night. So this is how, these are some of the ways you make him feel important. Listen to him more, ladies. Make him feel important. Ladies, I have, listen, with all due respect, you all get you you are so used to doing all the talking, talking about your day, talking about what you don't like, talking about what happened at the hair store, talking about ABC and D. Well, use that same energy to listen to him and his interest. Let me be very clear with you. Since he won't say it because he's probably, he doesn't want to start an argument. Let me say it for him. He doesn't want to hear all the details of your day. <laughs> Just like that story. <laughs> Just like that story. It was Don't do horrible. Story, ladies. It's too detailed. And the truth of the matter is, Chris, every woman does that to her man every day. Oh, Father. Every single day. That's what we I'm have to driving. deal with. So if you want to make him feel important, listen to him more. Here's the last one about making him feel important. Learn his love language. Here's what we do. We like to impose our love language on our partners versus I have a love language and you have a love language. Let me love you how you want to be loved. Yeah. Number seven, don't command or instruct him to do anything. Mm -hmm. Don't command or instruct him to do anything. Don't command or instruct him to do anything. Choose your words wisely. Here's a word of advice. If you need him to do something, would you mind doing this, babe? Or babe, would you mind doing this? Babe, when you get a chance, would you mind doing this? Babe, I really need you to help me do this. When you get a moment, can you help me do this? 
babe, you know what? It would really help me out if you did this for me. I love you. Number eight, say thank you, 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 and thank you again all the time for what he does. But he won't do this, but he won't do that. Thank him for what he does. I promise you, he'll start doing the things that you need him to do. And number last, pray that God would give you a heart of submission. Jesus. Welcome to Bamboo, y'all.